Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the tunnel. In the tunnel. In the tunnel. You're listening to In the Tunnel. Welcome to In the Tunnel, episode number 64. There's a song about 64 that we can't say. We don't have anywhere near the uh, the uh, clearance to play a Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no way. It's a shame because, you know, I don't know. I was going to make a reference about what the Beatles did and what... You, Essentially, they would have done during a quarantine era, which they basically did to make all their music. Uh, and how, if we did the same thing, we would just get fined. Or not fined, but... So, hooray! Yeah. All right. Anyway, and, so... And we stay sober, <laughs> relatively. So, we are getting right back and finishing up March Madness. Uh, yep. Middle of April. Perfect yeah. time. Yeah, just the time it normally ends, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, no. We are uh, about a week past when it normally ends. Uh... But due to the times of quarantining, uh, became the need to stretch things out as long as we could. Okay. Despite the fact that we only finished getting the last episode up like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here we have Akron and Chattanooga, so uh, we'll just right. see who gets the title, who gets whoa, whoa, to the title whoa, game. Whoa, 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 We must first go through the never-changing uh, record <laughs> of how Akron is twenty was 24-7 and seven and Chattanooga was 20-13. and 13. Okay, well... That doesn't count the games that they have won or lost in this tournament. Well, one. Well, yeah. The websites that actually have credible information don't seem to count their tournament. They okay. should, but, you know. Well, um, Akron gets to the title game. 
And then for the other final, we have mm-hmm. Western Michigan and Georgia State. All right. So Western Michigan is our 13 and 19 team out of the Mid American. And Georgia State is, let's see here, 19 and 13 out of the Sun Belt. So. Western Michigan is our lone losing record horse to hopefully ride to the championship game. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, our only chance for... Uh... And there it is, yeah. I Western believe Michigan. you get your wish. Well, not so much my wish as this is the only way that after what happened with Chicago State last year that we have two straight losing record champ and so here we are in the game of all games the one that would have been a final four except for the fact that it didn't happen (laughs) so yeah we have in the title game in the tunnel title game Uh Akron versus Western Michigan Alright, Akron better than Western Michigan. We we just went through this, so if people forget, Akron was like twenty four and seven. Yeah, but and North Western Michigan was like the opposite. <laughs> but for this game, we are going to wheel their scores, right? Yep. Throw out all the rules. Throw out all the uh, you know records. This one's uh, zero and zero as they <laughs> say and games that are more meaningful so uh who gets to know their score first uh the higher seed would go first which western, would be michigan. western michigan okay the nine seed western michigan versus the 15 seed akron all right Ooh. and we spin the wheel all right and western michigan is going to put up a solid 92 point we created a wheel that goes all the way from 60 to 100 uh Normally, the games don't go much, you know, higher than any really in the 60s, but since none of this is realistic anyway. (laughs) So then Akron gets their score. What do they get? Akron, let's see here. 62. There you go. A solid 30-point blowout. And Western Michigan is your champion or 2020 and we'll probably find out this summer that they're going to like discontinue their basketball program or something <laughs> so there you go go out on top <laughs> Michigan yeah it so been anybody and it was them <laughs> and just to just to recap here the worst team in the mid-american conference at 13 and 19 Oh, that's nothing, dude. Where's the like six and twenty four team? Honestly, next year I'm hoping for a return of either Chicago State or uh, an introduction to Kennesaw State, the one in twenty eight. <laughs> oh God! Okay. Uh, if Kennesaw State, if they make the tournament, if they don't make at least a Sweet Sixteen or the round of sixteen, I should say, major disappointment. Ah, uh, okay. 
Because these, these are the expectations I have for my life. Alright. Well, uh, I mean, I guess next episode we can go through Western Michigan's uh, road to the championship. Sure. Road to the championship. Uh, can't wait to find out which dude on uh, their team has a ponytail because most losing uh, college basketball teams normally have at least one. Oh. All right. You know, let's look through the roster here. Western Michigan basketball roster. I'm sure that none of this is going to be any help. <laughs> let's see How here. much of a All help right. is it going to be, really? I don't know, but uh, let's see. He's already on the 2020-2021 20, basketball roster on their site which is kind of disappointing i mean isn't it this gonna basically be the same because they're letting all graduating seniors play next year uh for spring sports basketball technically now spring sport really well that's a let's see nope no ponytail that's disappointing. Hmm. Okay. But they do but they do have a Canadian. Hmm. Oh wait, no, they have two Canadians. Oh. Nothing says basketball like two Canadians on your roster. Alright. Well, uh now that this uh playoff is over we're moving on to our next one. See, si, so, senor. So, yeah, we'll be doing the NHL playoffs. Uh, we'll be doing Eastern and Western Conference, and uh, at least today will be the first round. Yes, and this is purely based on uh, the hypothetical 24-team playoff yeah, that, that so would uh, we can always do something later with a you know eighteen format, but for the moment we're still living in this alternate reality that was proposed via like three sources uh, about a month ago, and we're just gonna keep acting like that true, yep. even though it's probably not. I mean, now's the time to get weird with it. Yeah. So, our first uh, series is the Islanders and Blue Jackets. So, the wheels, how these wheels work is it tells us who's going to win and in how many games. Yep. Uh, Then we'll break down the series based on how these uh, performed against how we think they should have performed. Sure, something like that. All right, so Blue Jackets Islanders. Now the Blue Jackets should technically win this because they have the higher seed. And the Islanders win it in four, clean sweep. But yeah. And that—that's why we keep the wheel around because it's just that insanely stupid shit that keeps us wildly entertaining. <laughs> Is the uh, all right? You know. Let, and let's look into the Islanders now and understand why, just why, they are going to win in such a dominant fashion. 
So it's, it's crappy internet pulls up everything. <laughs> I mean, you really don't expect this, but you know, coming off of the Corona break, yeah, you know, the the Blue Jackets mm-hmm. just couldn't pull it together in practice, so they just yep. fizzled out. Yep. So the Islanders' top point scorer is uh, Barzell with sixty points, relatively low. Mm-hmm. Um, their top goal scorer is Brock Nelson. He has twenty six goals, which not bad, but not you bad. know, th- this is not the build of a dominant team. Um, and then yeah, it goes twenty nineteen eighteen. They only have nine, ten plus goal scores. And I mean, does Derek Broussard really count? Like, <laughs> no. I guess, I no. guess so. Yeah. I, I, yes, but no. No. What? Uh, oh, he's not on the active roster anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. yeah um, Anyway, uh, what, All right, about yeah. the, what about the Jackets? Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Jeez, Sean, uh, I don't know. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. Wow. Okay, yeah. Islanders deserve to sweep them. <laughs> Top tops. Point scorer is Pierre Luc Dubois with uh, forty nine points. And their top goal scorer is Oliver Bjorkstrand with twenty one goals. Wait, no. I mean, they do have three forty plus point scorers, but yeah, yeah. their best player is got only forty nine, and he's a twenty one year. Yeah. How's Nick Felino on it like anywhere near the top of any payroll? He only has thirty one points. <laughs> Nick Felino has one more point than a defenseman on his own team. Do you remember uh when we had him on our fantasy team? Yeah. That didn't really work out. Nah. Nope. Well, didn't. I guess the sta- the uh the rankings lie where the Islanders should be eight. Then, if they don't have that knockout score, who can get above fifty? Even mm-hmm. though, yeah. Wow. Well, wow. It's just yeah. All right. Um, the next series is the one that you have the most vested interest in. Nope. The Penguins versus the Canadiens. Oh. So, do you think uh, Pens in four? Nah. Canadians in seven? Sure. <laughs> if not five. Really? I mean, the wheel never predicts my teams to win anything. Oh, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Hold it. Right on the nose. That's two weeks in a row I've gotten one on the nose. Canadians in five. Canadians in five. How could you? I don't know. This one is like 
The odds were better, too. Yeah. L- nothing will beat last week when I basically won an 80 chance of getting it right, and <laughs> yeah. I got it right. But um, let's see. The Canadians' 61 points scoring leader, Tomas Tatar, and his infinite wisdom of, I thought he was way older, by the way. I thought he was like 34. He's 29. Yeah, he's young. Why Why did the uh, Wings give up on him? Dude, he was not working. Yeah, well, it's the Red Wings. It's all like broken, like, brake pads and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, hey, what did they give up for 25 years of almost dominance, right? Uh, apparently a whole lot of wriggle. Uh, let's see. Philip Denault with 47 points. And then it drops off from there. Uh, why don't we Tatar's, just get to the, the they, stars they got, of your team that just underperformed so heavily they could only win one oh game? Oh, boy. Let me tell you. It's probably Malkin. It's probably going to be Malkin. It's probably going to be a lack of Patrick Morello doing anything because he's not really a quote-unquote star anymore. Um, <laughs> I said star. I didn't say Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, exactly. See, when we, although Mark Malkin does lead the t- lead the team with seventy four points, but he just couldn't put up any points in this series. Uh, yeah, sounds about you right. You can't you, you can't expect to be losing these games like five to four. You're probably losing these games like two one. Oh, it's probably like Matt Murray's fault. Let's be honest. Matt Murray can't pitch shutouts like he used to. Hmm. In our in our defense, just absolute trash other than John Marino. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll throw Chris Letang under the bus, too. That dude cannot play both ways anymore. Eh. Not that he ever really and did, but... No Olimata. Olimata's with the Blackhawks. Yeah, no Olimata <laughs> anymore. That's what I said. Olimata was not great in the playoffs ever. No. Uh, all right. In, so... in fact, in 2014, a lot of people blamed him for the reason that they yeah. lost to the Rangers. Yeah. But hey, there goes all of our hope for a a Pennsylvania playoff series. My inevitable disappointment was, like I said, inevitable. <laughs> all right. On to the next series. We got the Panthers and the Maple Leafs. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it to it and screw it. All right. Well, whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm trademarking it and putting it in a scrapbook. Well. I got nothing better to do. Thanks this... for putting your uh, phone on silent, by the way, Sean. Yeah, I should. Uh <laughs> The this wheel just loves the low numbers, cause the Panthers take this All one right. at four. Oh, good thing I had the Maple Leafs pulled up. All right, the Florida Panthers probably have Derek Broussard again. Um, oh, I just figure they never left. Jonathan Huberto has seventy-eight points. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, I pay attention to them. <laughs> like, the- good news for them is Vincent Trocek is top 10 in points for their team. That's really going to come in handy during playoff time when he's on the Hurricanes. 
Uh, Mike Hoffman is their top goal scorer uh, with 29 goals. Hubert a third in goals with 23, and Evgeny Dadunov with 25. They have five 20 goal scorers. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah that counts to over 100 if you do the math. And then they got you know a few more. So, so then aside from John Tavares, who underperformed on the Maple Leaf? Oh boy. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm gonna guess Marner. Um, okay. Let's see here. I'm gonna go Tyson Berry just because in terms of hype, there's not much more that the, you can give a defenseman only to watch him fl- fall that lat on his face. If I could talk, <laughs> and that's pretty much all he's done this year. We gave him a try on our fantasy team. Absolute dog duty. Yeah. Um, what about like Nylander? Yeah. I mean, he's the fourth best player on the team, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Probably doesn't function without a, another star helping, so. Yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, but there you have it. If All you right. could be Toronto, you would be not a winner. <laughs> All right. Mike Babcock is still that coach. Yeah. Oh, we've been fired by now. No. All right. So on to the last first round matchup for the East. Mm -hmm. We have the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Uh, Any comments on this one before we go? Yeah, I'm not pulling up any websites yet. Okay, let's go. The Hurricanes. All right, the Hurricanes in six. They have not the not Cam Wards anymore. (laughs) Yep. All right, let's see here. Mm -hmm. Sebastian Ajo is their leading scorer with sixty-six points and a major contract. Um, he also has thirty-eight goals. That's, That's way more than I ever would have thought that he had. Good. And then Savesh, whatever his name is, the guy who got beaten up by Ovi, uh, got, has 24 goals and 61 points. Ah, okay. Uh, those are pretty good top two, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. And then it falls off drastically from there. Yeah, but when you have Aho and Sveshnikov, right? Yeah. Well, maybe Dougie Hamilton will come back for the playoffs. Yeah, maybe. No, wasn't he out the entire time? Yeah, but the playoffs aren't going to be till like, June. Oh, yeah. Dude, Gensel might be back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at that point, like, I would just sit out, though, because, like, it starts in June. It's going to take forever. Then you have the season starting in September, right? Oh, yeah. Athletes well known for being smart. (laughs) True, true. You nailed that one. All right. So just to, before we move on, right? The to recap the East, we have next round. We have the Bruins versus the Islanders. Uh, the Canadians and the Flyers. Mm-hmm. The Capitals and the Panthers, and the Lightning and Hurricanes. 
Uh, what's here. the one you're most looking forward to? Oh, uh, the one that ends in the Capitals losing. Or the Flyers losing. Or the Bruins losing. It, literally anything but the Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be I like... I don't give a shit if the Lightning win another game. Or... <laughs> I was going to be like, I know you're not going to say the Hurricanes. Uh, I know I know you're going to say something I'll, about the Flyers losing. I'll get salty about the Hurricanes when they get to round three. But round one doesn't mean shit to me right now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, see, the Rangers the are The Hurricanes out. in their one cup. Ooh. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and so for me, the Rangers are out. So, and now now all I care about the Flyers can lose, should lose now. Although the Islanders have those dumbass cocky fans too. Yeah, but they're the Islanders. They haven't done anything in years. Like, I'd still rather see the Islanders beat the Bruins than uh, see the Bruins beat the Islanders. Yeah. Because I, I really, oh, I'm sorry. I just can't do this whole, like, root for Boston thing anymore. <laughs> it, it's going to, because of the Patriots, it's going to take, like, 20 years to, for anybody in the country who's not a Patriots or not Boston fan to be like, you know what, I'm really rooting for those underdogs now. Yeah. going to happen. All right, well, next week we will have these these rounds along with the round two for the western conference which we're going to do round one right now so on with it uh the first match for round one of the western conference is the canucks and the predator i like the canucks jerseys okay low-key one of my favorites okay i like the colors Yep, and yeah. And no Canucks for you. Yeah, well, Canuck you too. All right. Anything to say about these guys? Uh, well, let's see. The National Predators. Low and behold, that page actually does load relatively quickly. Roman Yossi, a defenseman, is their top leading scorer. Wow, thank Not God surprising. they poured all Well, thank God they gave Duchesne all that money. <laughs> uh so yeah, sixty-five points for their leading scorer, and then it drops off. Philip Forsberg has forty-eight. This is a team that does not deserve to win. <laughs> not a chance. Where's Duchesne, by the way? Uh, I don't know, but their leading goal scorer, Forsberg, only has 20. Duchesne has 13 goals in 66 games this year. Oh. Well, well worth over 10 and a half a year, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's amazing how stupid GMs are. Really? Yeah. By the way, my camera froze, so that's cool. 
Yeah, so we have a frozen camera, but your your uh, mic is fine, which is weird. We're just going to keep going then, I guess. Yeah. All right. Do uh, you want to go through any of the Canucks players? I would love to do nothing more. And I'm back. Yep. I figured it out on my own. This is the help desk uh, at work. <laughs> Turn your camera off and put it back on again. <laughs> All right, we're working. All right, call me back if you need anything else. <laughs> on the Canucks side, yeah, the Vancouver side, eh? Uh, not the Vancouver Blazers that went extinct in 1975. <laughs> Wait. I'm on hockey reference, man. Uh, JT Miller's, wow, he's only 26. Wow, 72 <laughs> points. Good for him. Yeah. But didn't do um, enough in this series. Nope, hey. neither did Elias Pedersen. Yeah, but we weren't expecting much. Nope. I mean, them making the playoffs upgrade from last year. Yeah. Besser. Chris Tanev. Yeah. The other Tanev, they are brothers. Are they now? Yes, they are. That's all I have to say. All right, on to the second... Uh, matchup, which is the Stars and Blackhawks. Oh boy, this is destined to be the Blackhawks, right? You oh gotta man, think. I hope not. You gotta think. And I'm wrong. Alright, here Thank we go. Dallas you. Stars. Thank you, Wheel. Alright, the Minnesota North Stars. No. Well, close oh. enough. The Soviet All-Stars? What? <laughs> Okay, no, no. That, Why that is, is the that best thing. All right, no, I'm sorry. Slight segue here. The <laughs> Soviet All-Stars need to be looked into. Yeah. Wait. They finished 8th out of 10 spots in 1978-79. They went 4-1-1. One, one, somehow finished 8th out of <laughs> in that. Wait. What the in seventy seven seventy eight they went three four and one. All right, let's see what their career leaders are. Oh boy! <laughs> Shit! How the fuck am I supposed to pronounce any of these? Alexei Volchenkov. Fourteen games played. Alexander Volchkov, six goals in about uh, I don't know fifteen games, maybe. Your face was hilarious. That's why we. That's why we fix the camera. First of all, half the team is named Alex in some variation, Vladimir or Igor. <laughs> I, it, like I'm looking at like the top twenty goal scorers, I see Alex in some different capacity in one, two, three, four, five, six different spots. Great. Let's see. Then you've got uh, Zen. Oh boy, Sean. Sean, I'm gonna copy this over to you. Uh, you're gonna have to let me know if you can uh, pronounce this. So I'll get ready for that.
Let me know when you see that one, Sean. No. <laughs> I think it's, uh, let's see if uh, there's a pronunciation guide here. And there's not. Okay. Zinatol Boljaketnov. Oh, God. I'm hoping it's anywhere near. <laughs> wow. That's just. We might have a name for the episode. Yeah. Uh, we, I think we're just going to call the episode that guy's name. Zinatol Boljaketnov. I mean, it's basically if I, like, just hit a button. <laughs> okay, cool. Here we go. All right, well, on to the Minnesota North Stars, please. Oh, uh, right. no, the <laughs> Dallas Stars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Dallas Stars, not starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, Alexander Radulov is hurt. Uh, due to illness on March 7th. The illness is uh, he's a cancer. In uh, let's see. Their top scorer is Jamie. I'm sorry, Tyler Sagan with 50 points. That'll that'll get it done. With a 120 goal scorer at 20 goals. The whole Corey Perry thing. Uh, Corey Perry and uh, Joe Pavelski not really working out. They have a combined 20 or I'm sorry, 19 goals on the season. That's why you signed them to three-year deals, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This Great GM tactics right there, man. This team is not winning a game. I'm sorry. I, I disagree with the wheel, this this team. But maybe it's not that the team scores a lot to win the games. It's just that they have goaltending. Ben Bishop, uh, Ben Bishop is having a pretty good year. Yeah. 92% uh, on the saves, 2.5 goals allowed per game, 21 wins, uh, 16 losses, though. Yeah. What about their backup? Anton Kadobin. First of all, both their goaltenders are 33. That's probably not great. Uh, Kadobin's save percentage is 93. Hmm. 930. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who gives a fuck? Uh, and he's got a goals against of 2.22. All right. So look out for that .22 goal. Once that, once that thing hits the line. Hate likely to not him. to go over. All right. Well, hey, they managed to beat the Blackhawks in... Well, five. yeah. Look, we, we don't need to get into the... The looking up of the Blackhawks statistics to know that it's basically just a bunch of pictures of dumpsters in a table format. Yeah. So, yeah. Old dumpsters. Uh, yeah, old dumpsters with uh, huge contracts. So. Yep. All Can't right. win them all. What? Can't win them all. Yeah. All right, on to the next one, which is the Coyotes and the Flames. Oh, Coyotes. I hope Coyotes. The sad thing is they were actually having a decent year despite the fact that Bill Kessel and Taylor Hall have been absolute trash since they got there. Yep, well, good enough to win a round and upgrade the 
third round pick they gave the Devils to a second. All right. Well, must have been a playoff castle. You know, the one that doesn't uh, fake injuries. Yeah. And uh, MVP caliber Hall. Yeah. I'd say like second round caliber Hall. Okay. Good enough for me. To... Like second round of the playoffs caliber. Good enough for me. Yep. And then uh, there's the Flames who basically just rely on aging defensemen. Yeah. Um, None of this requires research. It's just all common knowledge. That, yeah. Uh, I mean, they just fizzled out. Doomed to fail. Yeah. Is James Neal doing any good anymore? I don't know. I think it was okay. Well, he's on the Oilers now, but we're going to get there, you know, eventually, like next week anyway. Yep. He started off with, like, that really hot start. Yeah. And then he kind of mellowed out, I think. Yeah, 31 points, 19 goals. Yeah. Anyway, back on topic for whatever we're talking about. Which will be the next round, or the next series, which is the Jets and the Wild. We're not talking about Easter bunnies taking craps on, like, somebody's lawn? No. Okay. No, where's the shot? (laughs) Oh, by the way, Mike Smith still being on the team is kind of weird. You didn't know? No, I I knew they was there. I just, I mean, the guy's 37. Stop playing him like he's the number one goaltender. All right, the Winnipeg Jets. The Winnipeg Jets win it in five. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, the Winnipeg Jets currently fourth in the NHL Central Division. Kyle Connor and Mark Shifley both tied for first with 73 points. God damn, that's high. Then they have Blake Wheeler and Patrick Laine both in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And then Nikolaj Ellers is 58. Not Isn't far it Ellers? Who cares? If they want to put a pronunciation guide anywhere near me, I'll, I'll gladly pronounce it right. Okay. Kyle Connor has 38 goals, Shafley 29, Line A 28, Ellers 25. They, they score definitely a lot. have a lot. Yeah, they score a lot. The problem is, is uh, Hellebuck gives up 2.6 a game with a 92 save percentage, but uh, their backup should Hellebuck get hurt, 89 and a half. On the save percentage and gives up over three a game. Yeah. Well, so, th- that's probably why they're number seven in these rankings and not, you know, one to four. Mm-hmm. You'd have to think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about any notable letdowns of the Wild aside from Suter and Parise? Uh, well, their GM. Uh, uh, also, just you know, them getting lucky to make the playoffs this year—that they had to expand the format. Exactly. Yeah, that that's always good. Uh, um, let's see here. I'm sure Alex Galchenyuk. Excuse me. Probably a very bright spot in the lineup, despite the fact that he's not. <laughs> um. 
All right, let's see. Kevin Fiala was their top point scorer. Ryan Suter, despite being 35, was number two, even though he's a defenseman. Yep. Eric Stahl, 43, or I'm sorry, not 43, 47 points. Top goal scorer, Prezi, still putting up 25 goals. Uh, and they have Fiala with 23, and then it kind of flames out after there. Okay. Yeah, not not great stuff, but you know they they're kind of like in that stagnant world. Also, Devin Dubnik kind of lost the starter role. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Alex Stalick, ninety-one save percentage, two point six seven goals allowed. I mean, with the team they're fielding, that's pretty good. It is, but it won't mean anything in the playoffs. Yeah, because the team they're fielding. It'll be trash either way. Yep. All right. So for the Western Conference second round, we have the Blues and the Predators, the Oilers and Stars, Knights, Coyotes, and the Avalanche and Jets. Looking forward to any of these series? Sure. Which... All of them. Uh, I don't know. I'd, um, I'd like to see a Blues Predator series. That's about it. Why wow, you want to see them eat the Blues? Eating know. musical nuts. Uh, this is the only year where you can make jokes about like the team names, and it'd be like, well, you know, why not? It's not like anything else is going to determine things. Yeah. All right, so yeah, just a final recap. We had the Islanders, Canadians, Panthers, and Hurricanes win their first round matchups from the NHL, from the Eastern. And the Predators, Stars, Coyotes, and Jets win their first round matchups from the Western Conference. Yep. Anything else you want to say? Go Coyotes. (laughs) Any insight that you want to leave us with? Mm. No. Oh, we were going to talk about uh, baseball. Uh, Oh, we were? Okay. Just to uh, really quick, um, we heard last week of that hypothetical scenario where the MLB season may start basically with uh, every team playing in uh, spring training stadiums out in Arizona and having all the teams live in hotels. And uh, uh, there's been different reactions to it, notably one MLB player who I don't remember who said basically like, you know that uh, deep in Arizona, things don't tend to live out there, which is kind of an interesting take because why would they build stadiums in places where people can't live? Yeah. Uh, it's not like there aren't grocery stores or anything, but um, I, mean, uh, I think I, it's I, a I, weird I, look. I'm assuming people can live out there. They just don't. Correct. It's, it's the perfect place for a deserted stadium. Not so much uh, 30 teams and their staff members to play in deserted stadiums. Right. So, I mean, 
in uh, baseball is one of those things where you just send everybody home. Because yeah, I mean, only, only, MMA, only true like, base. Looking at getting a private island or something. Yeah, and then they ended up like shutting it anyway. Yeah. It, because the, the MMA guy, Dana White, was like, it's out of my hands, which I don't know that that's possible. But, you know, it, it is, they're weird times. Honestly, it, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. MLB is the one sport where I'd be happy for a couple of days and then just go back to thinking that there's no sports anyway. Yeah. I mean, so, that I mean, the MLB season is not really so it's, long. Yeah, it's not really necessary to send everybody out to Arizona to watch the ratings drop after two weeks. Mm-hmm. Because two weeks might be the you know smallest sample size for an MLB season that you need. And this year, it, it's that all eyes would be on you kind of thing where you have that instant high where the ratings are really good and you know dips out so quickly. So, yeah, I just don't see it being sustainable. I'd agree. And uh, was it then the NFL draft? Do you think that that's going to go smoothly? Uh, it being virtual. I don't think so. Well, at least, uh, let's just hope that nobody's... Uh... I mean, I just think that some team's going to complain technical difficulties. Oh, yeah, for sure. Some some team's not going to get their pick in in, like, the 10 minutes, and they're going to say, well, no, we had it in. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I understand they're going to do it. I hope that doesn't happen, but it's going to happen. There's... And that's how the Giants are going to get the 99th prospect in the uh, at number four overall. Yeah. Their guy went number three, and they just like had an absolute train wreck of uh, t- of uh, tech luck that basically went from moving the number four pick to like the 27th pick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that'll be interesting. And then, um, yeah, I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll be interested to see how uh, the prospects and everybody does with this. I'm willing to bet someone is going to get fired. <laughs> I mean, NASCAR was doing virtual races. Some one driver and during keep in mind, not a real race, but a virtual race, spit out a racial slur and got fired the next day. That day <laughs> being today. So, I mean, imagine what it's going to be like when, uh, you know, everything on the line for, you know, some franchises' futures are, are there. Yep. And this isn't like a, a fake draft. This is the real thing. Mm-hmm. I could see some um, some slip-ups vocally happening for sure. Okay. Oh, and apparently Roger Goodell is hosting draft in his basement, and they're doing vi- virtual simulations of uh, each team's fan bases on, like, a green screen behind him. Oh, God. Which is going... This it's is just going getting to be worse. The, it's a, going to be the first time ever that Roger Goodell says, we're simulating the experience as accurately as possible. You just know this is going to be the first time that the fans aren't booing him <laughs> talking to the state. You know it. I was like, yeah. 
We'll see. I, I'd love to see Roger Goodell just standing next to like a washing machine in the basement. <laughs> you know they wouldn't let that. And happen. like, and like the Atlanta Falcons pick, and he just pulls up the jersey with like the the blank number one on it for the first round pick. And he just lays it on the washing machine. Oh God! <laughs> it's just like here. It's it, it's like if it was Sidney Crosby's dryer that he shot at as a kid. Got drafted in the NHL in like the second round. Yeah, this is just this beaten up appliance that doesn't work anymore. You got picked by the uh, Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, I'm ready for that. All right. Well, uh, more discussions next time, I guess. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you I next time. To, yeah. Absolutely.